flea markets? I went to a bunch recently. Cool. I don't like. Is that a seasonal thing, or are they just kind of year round? Because I definitely saw one pop up. It in depends. Early like April. So, some of them are seasonal because they try to do like the outside farmer market style. Right. But a bunch are usually just like in specific buildings all year. Like there's a pretty awesome farmers market that's every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Calgary. So like they, the Crossroads one or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Is that what? Yeah, we went to that one kind of recently. That's where I got Lost Vikings. Um, oh, the man. last one we tried to go to was closing as we walked in there, though, so it was kind of lame, but we still saw a few things. But yeah, that was on Easter Sunday, though, which nope. is like a weird time to have a flea market. No, it's a long weekend, though. Yeah, yeah, but I guess they started early in the morning and then closed early in the afternoon, so... But anyway, yeah, so I'm looking forward to garage sale season, actually, for, like, weird game stuff. I've never actually been a garage sale kind of guy. Okay. I like going garage sailing. Is it too, like, just, you have How to travel around How much mileage do you get out of your garage? What? How much oh, um, mileage do you get out of your garage? A lot. Sailing that garage, yeah, see. All Twist. the mileage. Mm-hmm. Nice. But, is it just traveling around with limited, like, success sometimes, or what is the problem with garage sailing? Do you... I don't know, it's just, I never think to really look at them. Okay. Like, I don't like every now and then I'll see a message, but I'm like, well, there's only one thing I'm gonna really look for if I go to these, mm-hmm. and half the time, like, it's in a neighborhood where they probably wouldn't have that. Like, what, what kind? Like, you mean just like games or what? Yeah. Like, games so it's just or... like, oh, do you want an old lamp or you know, we got this uh, tricycle? Yeah, he's like, like, yeah, no, that that does not exactly pertain to my interests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's mostly, like, maybe books or something sometimes, but yeah, mostly games is what I'd hope for. That's why you want to find, like, one of those community garage sales where it's like, hey, we rented out this center, and there's, like, it's basically like a mini flea market happens. But like I, I kind of like it, though, when you just pick a weekend, like, and I'll go for, like, a bike ride. I'll yeah. just, you know, go, for, I'll just kind of go around to a couple communities, and there'll be, like, four separate garage sales in each community. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of keep biking around until you see a sign, and then you got to find it, and that's part of the adventure. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, when you get there, maybe there's nothing you want, but whatever, you found it. You found yeah. the sale. It's like an urban, like, suburban treasure hunt. Yeah. And sometimes it works out really well. Like, you'll be like, hey, they got Mario Brothers 3 with box instructions, and it's like $5. Oh, and look at all these gaming watches. That happened one time. Really? So, yeah, that was in BC, though. Oh, but okay. Still, either way. I got my no, NES and my SNES from a garage sale when I was cross-country tripping. Actually, the Genesis that's currently sitting on my coffee table, that was also a garage sale acquisition. So, it can happen. But, I don't know. Maybe less and less going forward. Or maybe now it's like, hey, we got these PlayStation games, too. It's like, what? Why do you have Giant Citizen Kabuto on PS2? I'll totally <laughs> get that. Yeah. Because I, they I, bought I, it at Walmart for like two bucks. Yeah, they just didn't really care, and now they're selling it for, like, a dollar, and you can be like, ah, how about 75 cents? That's the thing. You can bargain. That's great. I've never really tried bargaining at, like, garage sales. I I feel like, unless I'm buying a bunch of things, I shouldn't try. Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's a fine, delicate thing. I don't do it all the time, but I'm told you can, and you ought to try at least. I, I don't like it. I think I, like, prefer yard sales when it's in front of the house. But I hate mm-hmm. it when you go up to some house and there's a sign that says, like, yeah, just come around back. And you have to, like, go through their back gate into their backyard or something like that. Is it just kind and of like a little tangle super of, like... Awkward. Yeah, it just feels like, like oh, man, I hope this is the right place. And, this isn't one of those, oh, like, actually, Craigslist. another thing that really sucks is when you're the only person looking. 
So yeah. the person like selling stuff is just kind of watching you, and you're just like, yeah, oh, right. like, should I get in. get something? Like, please don't come ask me if I need any help. Yeah. Uh, please. Maybe just go I don't away. need this book, but maybe I'll buy it just to kind of you know give him something. Yeah. There's also the possibility I'll be having a garage sale in the somewhat near future just to get rid of some stuff because I'm moving and all that. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if I've said I'm moving, but I'm. No, moving. you haven't. Do you yeah. have a new place? Uh, well, I'm. Yeah. Yes. Cool. That has all been set set up, so that'll work out. But um, I don't know. It's gonna be a bit weird. I have to get rid of some stuff for sure. I have a lot of furniture and junk, and maybe games. Maybe I'll have some games. So my garage sale will be a good garage sale. There you go. But we'll see. But anyway, speaking of games, there you go. Right, led right up to it. Yeah. Games are part of the Dot Down Perspective, and I'm your host this week, John. Hey, John. How are you, Nathan? I'm doing great. How are you, Sean? I'm sick. Oh. (laughs) Okay. So you're super sick, I'm just getting over my cold, and Nathan is perfectly healthy. I I think so. I was sick like a while ago, but... Nathan, go run a marathon right now. I don't know. I'm not super sick, I'm just really, like, sniffly. Yeah, I've got, like, that deep voice going on. Just, like, lingering colds. I don't know how to, like, just, put, you know, put the final nail in the cold and just kill it, because it just seems to hang around for a while. But, yeah. Anyway. That's because right. it adapts. Yeah, the, it evolves. The cold adapts, or you adapt? Well, no. both, but that's why you can't get rid of the cold, is because it adapts. It's a yeah, race it's to adapt best. Mm-hmm. Sean. Arms race. Yep. Tell me about video games. Okay, video games... Uh, Bioshock Infinite is a video game. That's what I've been playing this week. Nice. How much of it have you played? I'm, uh, like eight hours or so, so I think I'm about three quarters. Oh, okay. Um, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Okay. It's, it's really fun to just kind of, like, be in that world and kind of explore around. And it is fairly, like, linear, but Mm. there's, you know, a lot of diverging paths where there's collectibles and stuff, so it's kind of fun searching around and you can kind of open up like similar to bioshock and bioshock 2 you can kind of open up everything and get stuff out of it right i've heard a lot of stuff about like yo there's just tons of money in these garbage cans you should really take a look oh yeah and the further into the game you go the more money in the garbage cans there is okay so it just basically becomes like i'm gonna walk into a room and i'm just gonna tap x a whole bunch so that it opens it and takes all okay is there encumbrance or no uh nope no, that was never in any of the Bioshocks. Yeah, I know. It's just you know, if you're collecting loot, could they could have screwed that up? But okay. Um, I, man, the internet just won't stop talking about this game. That's that's kind of why I'm playing it because I originally I was gonna put in Revengeance first and then DMC, but yeah. the internet would not shut up. So I was like, fine, I gotta get this out of the way. Or else right. I'm just gonna have to avoid a whole bunch of stuff for a while. Like there's just like podcasts stacking up that I just can't listen to because yeah. it's like, oh, we're gonna go in depth on Bioshock Infinite in this one, so maybe heads up. And it's just like, oh well, great. I guess I'll just wait a couple weeks. Um, but it's good. It, you're liking it. I'm liking it quite a bit. Uh, I love the way it looks. Not so bright and colorful. Mm-hmm. The voice acting's great. Elizabeth is a cool character. How's Booker? Yeah, like Booker. how much how much does Booker actually talk? He talks quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. Cuz that uh, was the thing with the original BioShock and I think even 2 was like your character was silent. Right. Yeah. Booker talks a lot. 
talks that, to Elizabeth and okay. all sorts does of stuff. Does that work for you, kind of? Like, you're just like, well, you're just in this guy's head. Like, he's a guy, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know, like, what to get into that would, like, the combat seems to be a big kind of point people aren't into, necessarily, but is it good? Is it fun? I'm enjoying it. It's varied. It just seems like Bioshock combat. Okay. I've heard a couple people say, like, it's a little bit more gun-focused, because people are actually shooting back at you in this one, aren't they? People are shooting back at you, yeah, and there are, like, turret guns and stuff. Because I know that the majority of Bioshock 1 was more, like, melee combat. Or at least from, like, their, from the enemy side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, well, yeah I guess like that's true. Yeah, so, I guess, yeah, you. there are lots more guns going against you, but enemies drop pretty quick. I'm playing on normal. Okay. Um, and, you know, you you have powers, or vigors, as they're called in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're, you're super powerful, and Elizabeth can, like, open up terrors, so you can, like, make turrets appear, or make cover appear, or make hooks appear, that you, so you can, like, jump super high in the air and, like, skydive down on dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of, like, uh, variety, and it's, it's like, a fast-moving combat. I'm enjoying it. I think it's pretty similar to Bioshock, but, yeah, I guess the difference would be a lot more guns pointing at you. Okay. And, like, it feels, like, justified in the game, like, why there's fighting happening all the time? Cause... Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. And it's not okay. fighting all the time. The game's paced quite nicely. Mm-hmm. So there's a good sense of, like, okay, here's a fight, and then you're going to do some exploring around, and then there's going to be a fight. It's, okay. it's pretty nice. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to finish it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll I'll play it. Like, it's definitely a thing I'm going to do. Like, John, you have a copy sitting mm-hmm. right there. Uh, you... I'll get into details about my misadventures. Okay. Momentarily. Okay. Um, okay, right. so I guess... Uh, Next up on my thing, uh, I played through all of Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Nice. I've been playing this too. Right. Uh, so I reviewed that. People want to see that. It's up on Comic Book Bin. I like that game a lot. It's, it's a very good video game. It is really good. Did you play any of the multiplayer? Yes, I did. Yeah, it's really good. so good. It's a lot of fun. I did all of the, uh, like the floor-based one. I completed that on hard. Uh, which one? Because there's three different ones, and they're all floor based, aren't they? Oh, um, like there's, uh, there's hunter. Where it's you the go hunting around. one, yeah. When you go up the tower, ten levels, so it's the hunting one. Yeah, all three of them <clears throat> are tower based because there's the hunting one where you just go around, and clear out all the ghosts under a time limit. Uh, there's rush mode where you have to find the exit in each floor underneath the time limit, and you have yep. to pick up. You have thirty seconds right off the bat, and you have to keep like sucking up ghosts or finding it items at time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the third one is. Uh, Polter pups, where you have to go around just, finding hidden dogs. Chase those dogs, man! I really don't like those dogs. I'm not far enough in the game that I've actually dealt with them. Oh, but it's uh, kind of like a one-off thing. Like one mission will be all about find the dog, and that dog just is really annoying. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to work here. I'm trying to save the world. Why are you getting in my way, dog? Because dogs just want to have back. fun. I guess. I don't know, just, like, I, I didn't like it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that game's pretty good. The combat's pretty fun and varies quite a bit with all the different types of ghosts. And you, you know, shine your flashlight on them and then suck them up. Uh, I guess multiple mansions. Yeah, you, you go to, like, a clock tower. You go to, like, a mine shaft. And then there's a mansion and stuff as well. There's, like, six places you go to in total. Mm-hmm. I guess this was the Punch-Out people, 
Huh? I didn't. I guess next, I just next didn't level games over in Vancouver. Yeah, I didn't hear that until earlier this week. I read an interview with them. Like, oh, that's cool. This is Canadian made for those who don't know. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Best Mario game since Mario 3D Land. Ooh, well, it's not that much competition. Mm-hmm. To be honest, how much Mario really factors into this anyway? Uh, two new Super Mario Brothers games and Mario Kart. And but Dennis. like, is Mario in this one? No. Okay. No. But this is, this is all Luigi. Okay, that makes sense. Well, it's his year and everything. So. Mm-hmm. Year of Luigi. Yeah. So yep. uh, Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon is really good. I'm surprised the multiplayer is just so good. Uh, that's I did not see that coming. But yeah, that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's funny. It's a funny game. It's there's a lot of charm to it. Luigi's a cool character. And yeah, I just uh, you're searching around. You're you're opening up. Similar to Bioshock, you can kind of interact with every object. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a ghost in the garbage can. Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, I so don't yeah. know. Like, I can only speak to my Walmart, but it's apparently selling really well because that whole section was just cleared out. So there you oh, go. Oh, well, that's why you just go to the eShop and you download it because that's never sold out. Oh, right. That's infinite copies of this what game What happens available. if it eventually does? What if they run out of digital versions? It's like, they just, oh, we didn't set up our like what, code. What if they didn't copy and paste enough files? Then, then you go to the store. Then I give you permission I guess so. to go to the store. Okay. Yeah, All right. that was a lot of fun. Um, is the, I didn't I didn't notice, but is there any street pass stuff, John? No, there isn't. Okay. Not not on the box or anything. Uh, there is supposed to be spot pass, I believe. I'm double checking. No, there isn't. Never mind. Okay. Because yeah, I don't have a box, so it doesn't tell me that. I guess. Local play, download play, and internet. Oh, it has download play. Yeah, I remember that's that's good. That's, I haven't tried out any download play with people, but it's always nice when they throw that in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I played. Two really good games this week. I'm a little bummed out. My physical copy only came with French instructions. Okay, that's one, that's weird. And two, what do you use the instructions for? Something to read while I'm loading the game up. What? Yeah. I look at manuals. Yeah. Never look old at manuals. Time, Seriously? Yeah. I never look at manuals ever. I guess we're old timers, so we were well, I mean, it, nowadays it's hard to do because most of the games don't actually have bloody manuals in them anymore. They just yeah, and I'm so happy. Paper. Oh, but dude, back in the day, the, like, the story used to be in there too. And you just set up everything. Yeah, but you could you also just, just get the characters. story by playing the game. Not always. Not, yeah, actually, yeah. Especially uh, back I, then. I guess true, yeah. That's true, but. I don't know. I've never cared for manuals. They've never added anything I needed. Actually, you know what? The one time, so whenever I played Pokemon, I always liked to make uh, my rival just his default name. But the problem was that in Pokemon games, they give you like three choices for the rival's name. And I had this weird, like, I don't know, semi OCD thing, or was like, I need it to be like the most default name what is this guy's actual name? And I would look in the manual until they mentioned the rival. And whatever name the manual picked, that's what I would grab. Generic blue. True story. That's all I've been playing. Okay. Nathan. Oh, hey. Um, I, I don't know. I haven't really had any games I've been really delving into. This week, for some reason, I decided, hey, that Telltale has been 
like conversed about quite a bit in light of Walking Dead. Let's play some other stuff they did. So I started playing the Jurassic Park game. I was hoping you were talking about the Genesis game when I saw that on the list. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I guess it just says Jurassic Park the game, but uh, no, this was the new one. Like the I forget when this came out, 2011 or something? Yeah, two years ago. Um, I I only played the first episode, The Intruder. It's not, like, as horrible as some people seem to have indicated, but it's, it's like, my some of my issues with Walking Dead was, like, I barely felt like I was interacting with it. It was like, oh, it's just, like, a bunch of menus and I'm pressing buttons on it. That is, like, a hundred times more true of this game. Like, it's, like, almost just, like, a still frame, and you're it's just kind of like, hey, just pan the camera around and found, find the button you're supposed to press. And then press it, and then stuff will continue. Like, it's it's like watching a movie in a lot of ways. Like, it's like, hey, there's this elaborate machinima Jurassic Park fan fiction. Uh, do you want to see it? And I don't know. Like, once I got over that kind of, like, limits to it, and, like, tons of QTE stuff, which I don't hate as much as some people do, but it's that's, you know, most of the gameplay is that. Just tap B, tap X. Um, it'll you should play Azura's Wrath. Oh, I should probably yeah, play more Zer's Wrath, yeah. Like, I mean, this one has, like, dinosaurs fighting and stuff. It's kind of the crazy stuff that happens, but, yeah, that 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 looks like it gets much more nutty. I really like Jurassic Park, though, just as a thing, like that movie. Like, they just re-released it in 3D and everything, and maybe that's why it's been on my mind a bit. So, it just kind of tapping into some of that, like, hey, dinosaurs, and remember this, remember that? It totally, that works for me. If you like dinosaur like, games, yeah. Dino Dash. Dash of Destruction, I meant. Oh, Oh, Dash of Destruction. Doritos, Dash of Destruction, Dinosaurs. I have played that. Um, It's, yeah, that's a game, I guess. Um, Now I'm trying to think of other dinosaur-themed games. King Kong. King Kong. That's true, there's T-Rexes and stuff in there. Turok. How did we not get Turok? Well, I heard the first N64 one, you're primarily shooting people. Uh, yeah, the true. bosses are all dinosaurs, though. Oh, okay. so there's there's some indeed dinosaur hunting. Happening Stab that there. dinosaur with a knife in the head. Yeah, I that's the 2008 up. one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's okay. Like there was like a a line or two that I kind of rolled my eyes at, like references to the movie that just felt really forced. Like uh, I guess specifically like you know the Dodson joke with uh, Wayne Knight's character. No. Yeah. Whatever they they hit that note really hard, um, but yeah I don't know they seem to be like you know coming up with like decent stuff with their characters and whatever and like a lot of dinosaur business that's happening and that that's okay I guess it's like when you die it seems super anticlimactic in the same way I felt like with Walking Dead where it's just kind of like oh well that wasn't really my fault it's just kind of like the movie ended in a weird spot and. In this one, like, they really, like, lean on it a bit. Like, if you die, they'll just kind of be, like, a 40-second cutscene of, like, the characters reacting to just, like, what just happened. And it's just like, oh, man, this is the worst he died on. They start crying. And it's just like, I just kind of want to try again. Like, I just want to, like, I don't know. You can't just skip the cutscene? I don't think so. Maybe if you die multiple times. Um, well, I mean, there's like, also, like, a, a start tally. something? I, maybe. I, I didn't really try to do that. I was just kind of like, oh, weird. It's actually following up on what just happened and playing a little thing. Because that seems good that if it's following up, that seems like a good thing. I guess. It, it's, again, just kind of like 
there's you don't have a lot of real control over what's going on in a lot of instances, and if you can get over that, I guess you'll have a decent time. I, I might still play it. I, again, I only played the one episode, um, and, you know, typical Telltale time length, or whatever, it was like 90 minutes, 2 hours or something, probably. Um, yeah. Did you play Back to the Future? I played the first episode of Back to the Future. Okay. Um, and I have, like, a season pass to it, too, so I, I might look into that some more, but that's more Did kind you of... you the Homestar Runner games? I played the first episode of that as well. Have, um, have you ever gone past episode one? Of a Telltale thing? Yes. Um, I d- yes, I, I played through the... I think it was the first season of Sam and Max. Okay. I think. Yeah. Maybe no walls and like, expect, like, you know that kind of gameplay. Yeah. Uh, this one, like, this, this definitely seems to be them kind of, like, migrating out of that conventional adventure game territory in some ways. Like, to a fault, I guess, was the thing. Like, this was too far in the direction of, okay, no more walking around, let's just have, like, you pressing buttons and QTEs and stuff, and branching paths that way. Like, it kind of robbed it of a lot of stuff, where I guess Walking Dead is kind of trying to find that middle ground. Um... Yeah, it's not as good as that. Like it, it's not, but it's got dinosaurs in it. So if you if you're hankering for some dinosaurs as opposed to all the zombies going around, may, maybe there's something for you. Um, and I guess briefly, I also played the mobile game, The Crudes. Why? I didn't mind that movie, and I was hoping maybe they'd. Like, and you were have, like movie tying games. They're always great. Movie yeah, tying exactly. games. Maybe they sampled Nick Cage's voice. That's all I wanted. Was just oh, Nick maybe... Cage was in Cruise. No wonder you watched it. Yeah, he's the main. He's the dad, Grug, and it's great. Um, he invents hugs. He he invents them in the movie. So Grugs likes hugs. Yeah, that sounds so heartwarming. Yeah, it rhymes. I actually do want to see that movie though. It's not bad. It's like a dumb like a uh, family road trip movie, but with cavemen. Oh, so it's like RV. Maybe I haven't My seen favorite... RV. My favorite. Of all the road trip and uh, Robin Williams movies, apparently parts Together. of that were shot near here. So I'm like, kind of getting closer and closer to wanting to check out RV. Just RV like, is so just, terrible. It sounds pretty bad, but I kind of want to see it. I just want to know. Just they like, literally hey, get the asking. RV stuck on top of a rock, so it's teeter tottering. Mm-hmm. That slapstick right there. Yeah. That's comedy. Wave of the future. Yep. Anyway, The Cruise is another one of those in-app purchase, free-to-play, like, b- village building. Like, it's like every game of, like, that I've played. Um, so I gave up on it almost immediately. Like, you, you could tell it's that, like, 30 seconds in, but I was like, ah, maybe it'll, maybe there's something. And it's like, no, there's not even, like, mini-games or anything. It is just, click on the things, hey, do you want to wait around for five minutes or give us a dollar? Like, that kind of stuff. And, yeah. That was there was good. a time when you would wait for that. I yeah. remember it. I know. I was just what like, was that well, game I called? like The Simpsons. Uh, I tapped out, or? No, before that. Um, like Tiny Tower. Oh, yeah. No, that was a lot of waiting. But they, they at least, they thought to give you at least a dumb activity to keep you in. You know, like, I'll just, well, I'll just keep putting people on the correct floors as I wait for that. They were deviously clever about their version of that. But even so, like, that model of making you just kind of wait for stuff is awful. I don't, I don't like it. Um, so that game's no good. Surprise. It's also free, but not really. Um, then I went back. What you're saying is, Crudes is not your game of the week. No, it's not. 
I, okay. I was hoping. I had hopes for it, but it didn't. It didn't pan out. Maybe um, you could have invented the hog. Nope. Nope. They don't, yeah, they wasn't they there in time. They don't really tap into any of that stuff. Like they do, like, hey, I just had an idea. I'm gonna invent a thing. It's called hunting and gathering and clicking on berries a lot. Like that's what I came up with. And you're just like, great, thanks, Grub. Um, then I played. It's called microtransactions. It, yeah. <laughs> I invented this a great idea called give us money for gems. They just choose like arbitrary nonsense too, like gems. I've seen like a there's a Facebook free to play game that Brittany's playing where you're a you're a cop, but you need energy like power to solve cases. Are you a super cop? I don't know. You're just a guy. Like they just need to come up with some sort of resource that runs out, so you have to wait until tomorrow or give them money. Charisma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, that would be better. At least it makes sense, right? <laughs> But, yeah, it's just a little lightning bolt. It's just like, you don't have enough power. What? I'm a god. Oh, so it's literally, like, electricity power. Yeah. So you're a like, robot like, cop. I, you're, you would, you're a robo cop. Oh, man. You've sold me Again. on this game. What's it called? Robocop. I honestly don't remember what it's <laughs> two. called. Robocop 2 on Netflix now. I don't know. It's not as good as the first. It is first, not. First is the best. I'm worried Dead or alive, you're coming with me. When it was Aronofsky that was supposed to be making the reboot, I was excited, but I don't know who it is now. It's, yeah. Oh, is that still coming out? Really wrong. I, I, I don't know. There was definitely still talk about it, but, John, is I, the There were, Robocop like, the reboot? development pictures of it, like, of the costume and everything of filming, so I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. I remember seeing those, but I remember that being, like, three years ago. Okay. We cannot even longer than that. No, I remember seeing it less than a year ago, so. Okay. Robocop reboot might happen. Uh, stay tuned to the internet for that. Um, I guess sequels, Puzzle Agent. But too. you know what? You if you want your RoboCop, like I just yeah. rewatched Dread. He's basically RoboCop. But he's a guy. You know, he he is gun? a guy, but does he, he still walks like slowly. He does everything slow. I don't know if he does. He's always calm. He's pretty no nonsense. Like, he's does not he, does he say your move creep? I don't think so. Uh, you know what? He might actually say something similar to that. Okay. Stay out of trouble. He definitely says that. And then he says, I am the law. He does say, I am the law quite a bit. That movie is good. Um, and he's got, like, that visor, and it reflects fire really well. So there's some cool shots in that movie, too. Um, anyway, I keep trying to... Puzzle, puzzle Agent 2. I, I, play puzzle I like Puzzle Agent 2. Yeah. Um, I kind of... I don't, I don't know what stopped me before. Maybe it was just, like, a slide puzzle or something I was not feeling. But I got past that. Um, they crank up the weirdness in the second one. Yeah, it's like, but in a way, they, they're kind of justifying it with just what it's about. Like, it's just like, no, it's like, everyone goes crazy. And like, weird yeah, stuff like the happens. first one, you're like, something weird's in this town, and then it ends with, oh man, there's an astronaut, what? And then the second yeah. one's like, man, we got gnomes, we got monkeys. And tons of astronauts. Tons of astronauts. theories and agents covering up stuff. And like, oh, and Bigfoot hybrids. Like that was just a joke in there recently. Um, I don't know. It's it's fun. Like I, I I had a decent little time with it. Like, you know, the comparison is always Professor Layton, but I like how in Puzzle Agent they kind of contextualize their puzzles a little bit better. Like it's just like this puzzle exists because Nelson needs to get to a place. It's not just like, hey, I'm a guy and I'm not going to tell you the thing you need to know until you answer this puzzle that has nothing to do with anything that's going on. I just sure. had it in my pocket, you know? Like, that's fine, too, but they 
they kind of make everything fit together a little more coherently um, in this. But I, I guess the, the negative side is some of the puzzles aren't that good. Like, yeah, they're just for not sure. as well thought out or whatever. Well, they don't have puzzle gurus. No. And it, it's it, a lot of it just seems to be like slide puzzles or something. Or just like, try to get Nelson through this maze. Yeah. Move, move the stuff. And you're just like, well, okay, I, I guess. I still gum, really like their gum's feedback. pretty good. Hmm? Oh, yeah, collecting gum. gum. Uh, I do like... I, I For the most part, I like that it's actually visible in the scene. So it's not just like you clicking around like in Layton where you're just like, I don't know, is it in the lamp? Is it in this poster? Like, where is it? And you're sure. sort of poking at it. Whereas here, it's like, no, there it is. But and at they the same contextualize time, it with like, you know, that's used, right? And he's like, whatever, I need my gum. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a sm- small town. Like, there's not a lot of it around, apparently, except someone's been chewing it. Uh, but it, 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 sometimes it distracts, though. Like when there's characters just talking and there's gum in the background, all I'm thinking about is I want that gum. <laughs> so it's just like, let this cutscene end so I can get pick it, pick that up before I leave. But sometimes it's like, no, in this cutscene, Nelson gets on his snowmobile and drives away, and you're just like, no, I need the gum! And then he, like, leaves the scene. And you're just like, oh. And right. it has the best, like, failed thing, where the money, like, taxpayer dollars just keep yeah, going up. Yeah, I really like their feedback screen. Like, when you get it right, it feels good. When you screw up, it's like, oh, man, government, you know? Yeah, but it's like, bureaucracy. because you failed this one, like, $25,000 were just drained. Wasted, just thrown away. Yeah, you're, you're a bad agent, and it just goes up exponentially, and it's just like, oh no! So yeah, you're the reason we have deficits. Yeah, well, oh, Nelson yeah. Tethers is Nelson Tethers. Yeah, puzzle puzzle stuff. It I don't know. It's fun. It's got like I like I still like the look of it and everything. It's nice and simple. Like that would work great as like a mobile thing. I'm playing on the PC, and it is on iPhone, right? Yeah. Like I'd probably probably look into that or iPad or something like that would be a cool thing to carry around. But I'm still I'm still generally just enjoying it. I like how it's all voiced and everything, uh, nutty conspiracy theory stuff in this one. So yeah, that that's that's been fun. But I want that, more that, of those small little things from Telltale, little experiments and stuff. Yeah, that that'd be cool. Oh, I guess that's maybe a bit of news. Like not to get into news, but the Poker Night at the Inventory two. Did you that see was announced. Yeah. Yeah, with a like, weird cast, too. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, I forgot about that first one. Like, I just played it for a little while, and then just kind of was like, all right, kind of moved on. I Maybe there was two Right, because it's a poker game? It. Yeah, it's a poker game. Like, it's kind of simple. They also um, announced it on April Fool's, so people thought it was an April Fool's joke. But that trailer was like, you wouldn't have gotten, like, all these people for this if it was a fake thing, right? No, like, the actual trailer came out the day a day later, I believe. Oh, okay. But, like, the actual, like, announcement and, like, leaked footage of it got out on April Fool, so no one believed it. Right. But then once you see, like, I guess Brock Sampson from Venture Brothers. Like, it's yeah. Just, yeah. Well, that let's is just, let's just say he was in it since we're talking about it now. Brock Sampson from Venture Bros. Uh, Ash, but not Bruce Campbell. So everyone's yeah, pissed. So Ash from Evil Dead. Yeah. Uh, Sam from Sam and Max. GLaDOS and Claptrap. Yeah. GLaDOS is, like, the host, but Claptrap's one of the four players. Do you guys remember who was in the first one? Uh, uh, Gabe, Heavy, Strong Bad, and Max from Sam and Max. Yeah, okay. You know, like, the last one was, like, a cheap $5 thing or whatever. I think at PAX they were selling, like, really At one point they were giving them out for free. Like, I had, a, I had a free pass for this here somewhere, the first one. Yeah, so, I mean, as, like, a weird little thing, like, that's fine, but it, it still seems kind of, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure how excited I am about that, but that's a little thing Telltale's doing on the side, so, okay. There you go. But yeah, I'd, I'd rather Puzzle Agent 3 or something. 
but yeah, telltale. Anyway, that's that's it for games I played this week. It was not a game heavy week. There was a lot of reading. I was reading books, you guys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cloud Atlas gets pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> Keep reading it. And it gets better and better as it keeps rolling. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But okay, John, what did you play? I played a bunch of Luigi's Mansion. I'm not too far in the game, but I played a lot of the multiplayer, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. And I played Bioshock Infinite. What? Oh Indu- man! In- Industrial Revolution. What? What? Uh, there was a a game that comes along with the pre-order. Okay. It's a puzzle game. That unlocks stuff in the actual game, so I started playing that. Oh, wait. So you didn't actually play Bioshock Infinite? No. no. Amazing. What is this? Is it like a Facebook game? What is this? Uh, I thought it was a Facebook game, but no, it's got its own site. Okay. Uh, thinkmanufacturing.com. It is basically a gear puzzle game. So the way it works is that you get all these gears, and there's like little pegs you can put them on. So you have to try to get the make the machine work, and it'll print out an item. Sure. You're, you're basically making an item that will go to one of the two factions in the game, either like the police or the the rebels. Mm-hmm. And you dictate who gets like whatever you're making, and that slightly changes the story alongside it. While you're, it's basically like a little pre-order bonus game they put in for people to unlock more content in the Wait, game. Wait, like, like is extra. this pre- is this only for pre-orders or like if there's a, if this is just a website, why don't I just go to it? I, it needed a code when I actually oh, had to go to it, okay. so I think it, it is a pre-order only. So was it worth pre-ordering? Meh, I don't know. I like it gives me a gun, some extra moves, some perks. I think it actually gives me two guns. But um like guns are super easy to come by in the game, so yeah, I don't know if they're like if they're special or anything like that, but they I don't know. I'm enjoying the actual puzzle game though. It's like cuz it's one of those weird like it's basically like the Professor Layton gear puzzles. I think even sure. yeah, it's exactly like that but 50 stages of that. And, like, it's, like, a little tiny story. It's like, oh, if you give all the guns to the cops, then the Rebels will print a story about how, like, 50 of them died in a fire factory accident. But if you give it all to That's not going to actually change your when you go to Infinite, though. No, in actual Infinite, it's not going to do anything, really, as far as I can tell. But it gets you, like, a gun for when you play Infinite? It'll get you, like, some unlocks, some... some... I'm I'm actually just going to look up the list while I'm at it. And, yeah, I tried to log into the thing, and I need a code to get in there, so, yeah. Well, while I'm doing that, I also play Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, which I already mentioned, mm-hmm. and that was actually it for what I actually played this week. I just like this, like, Bioshock Infinite Industrial Revolution puzzle game. I didn't actually play the game. I just, yeah, great. <laughs> okay. Well, it was just like, oh, I gotta make them think something here. What like, Bioshock oh, Infinite is, like, really good, so, like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't delay it for... No, no. Like, I, I even, I've been so busy with work, to be honest. That's what's been happening. I've been, I've been behind on like videos and a bunch of other things. So okay, okay, no, okay. I was, I was just super tied up, and I never really. Because like, I haven't played Industrial Revolution, but I'm gonna go out so on a limb here and great. probably say it's not as good as Infinite. No, I, you're you're right about that. But I mean, like, it's okay. So you get a Comstock's China Broom. Looks like a flintlock shotgun kind of deal. So that's in the actual game. Yeah, uh, you also get 500 silver eagles. That's those Eight. are so easy to come by. Five lockpicks. Yeah, those I have way too many of those. Uh, ge- you get a gear called Handyman's Nemesis. Ooh, uh, you, see, you deal oh. more oh, damage. Gear against... is actually good, so I don't know what that does. So that might uh, be good. This deals more damage against any handyman you fight. Oh, I fought two of those so far, so kind of useless. 
uh, gear, sugar rush. Uh, you'll move faster for a short spell after you eat any snacks. That's that would not help you in combat. So uh, gear, fleet feet. Uh, you find you don't slow down quite as much when you back away or sidestep. Mm. And there's that another one that's unlocked, that's locked, and you get it when you beat puzzle fifty nine. And okay. your allegiance will influence the item that you earn. So I, I guess there are two unlocks that you can get, but you only get one of them depending on which faction you choose. So you got to play the whole game again. I don't even know if you can, because like it, it's tracked what ones I've already played. So you got to change your IP address. <laughs> got to pre-order another copy of Bioshock Infinite. Probably, yeah. I think, yeah. So you only get one, and I'm kind of curious what the... the well, yeah, that sounds like a real good use of time. I couldn't tell the sarcasm. But I'm glad you're... Uh, as, but it, no, if you're enjoying it, that's great. I like puzzles, so... Those rewards don't sound worth it. Yeah, no, that's kind of why I only played a little bit of it, but... It was fun. Like, I enjoyed the actual game itself, the puzzle game, so... Sure, good. Puzzles guess, are cool. Briefly before we move on, though, are any of you guys at all interested in BattleBlock Theater? Yeah, I would have got that, but I have three games that I'm looking at right now. I forgot okay. that came out this week. That came yeah. out, yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah, yeah, because you, know, you know what? Today is the 5th. Yeah, we never did actually April. see the date. Yeah, it's true. 5th of April. So that came out two days ago. Mm-hmm. Wait. I do want to pick it up. Okay. Like, it's just like, I, looking at it, it's just like, is it, it's kind of like a multiplayer game, like, primarily? Like, you you kind of want co-op dudes, it looks like? I, I don't know. Is there online sure. co-op? I think there is, but my, my Xbox Live just expired. And I don't know if I should renew it for Battle Block Theater, but yeah. Also, well, you, can, a, you can still get it with silver, right? No, I can buy it, but I can't play online multiplayer. And like, if that's where it's at with this game, like I don't know, like it, it's got to come to Steam at some point, right? I mean, it's 2013. Well, like, the way the all the other ones have worked, it'll probably be like six months from now, or maybe longer. Yeah, like Castle Crashers just came out, but. But, like, I'm looking on Metacritic, and, like, it's at 86, so... Yeah, pe- people are liking it. Like, it, I watched the quick look of it, though, and I don't know. It looks a little... I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I, I like the behemoth. That. Okay. Like, I wasn't the biggest Castle Crashers guy, either, so... I really liked Castle Crashers. Castle okay. Crashers was great fun. Okay. Um, but anyway, that happened. That That's not really news, or... I don't know. It's just that game exists now, so... Check it out, maybe? Look at it. All right, well, let's shift to some actual news then, in that case. Okay. All right. Off so, with something sad. Yeah, let's start off with sad news. So everyone knows that Disney bought LucasArts, right? Or Lucasfilm? Like well, the yeah, The whole Lucas all Empire, essentially. Mm-hmm. So they announced today that they are shutting... Or not today, I guess it was two days ago. They're shutting down LucasArts, the game division. Yeah. Thanks, okay. Disney. So they canceled the two games at the... Uh, LucasArts was working on that Star Wars 1313 and First Strike, I think it was called. It was, it was some like unannounced Star Wars game. Yeah, it was basically supposed to be like a prequel to Battlefront. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be like an Xbox Live Arcade game. I thought there so, was some talk like license they could license that out or like. Yeah, so so what's happening is they're not fully shut down, like, but just the actual division for making games is gone. Now instead they're going to license stuff out like they used to do in the past. So like that's how we got Knights of the Old Republic and uh like Jedi Knight 2 and a bunch of other stuff like that. In the that. article that I put all... up here though, it was saying that 
whatever source they had says it's like highly unlikely anything will come from Star Wars thirteen thirteen anymore. Which is pretty disappointing because apparently like it was going to be about Boba Fett, which is what a lot of people would really like. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Disney. Speaking of weird Disney announcements, Finding mm-hmm. Dory. Yeah. Well, they said there was going to be a sequel to Finding Nemo for a long time. Though, I knew that, but I didn't. But just Finding Dory sounds just like that was close enough in proximity to uh, April Fools as well. Where I was just like, eh, is this a joke? Is this like an Ellen DeGeneres joke? Is that what this is? I don't know. She seems super excited about this. Yeah. Every oh, time yeah. I watch Finding Nemo, I like Dory less. Okay. I just didn't like that movie as much as some other other stuff. So, like, I mean, it makes sense. Like that movie made boatloads of money and. They're into the sequel business now, but eh, I don't know. I'm not quite done about the LucasArts thing though. Like, I guess a lot of people were pointing out, like, "Hey, their heyday was a long time ago. Like, this was a long time coming. Get get over it." And yeah, I mean, all the stuff I really love from LucasArts was from like 1995, probably like thereabouts. Like, well, what about like the Force Unleashed? Force Unleashed, they, I didn't, they made that. I didn't like it. But, th- oh. like, that was pointed out, like, that was their most recent success of any real note was, yeah, that first game. Um, and then, like, you know, a lot of externally developed stuff, like Bio- BioWare stuff and whatever. Um, who made Republic Commando, though? People were pointing at that as, like, dude, that game was cool. Come on. Like, that was 05 know. or something. I think that was them. That was first party. Or, like, well, them. You know, LucasArts proper. Uh, but, yeah, like, I guess out of this, like, a lot of people were kind of hoping... Yeah, that was, that was LucasArts. Like, all the, like, intellectual property that, like, uh, Tim Schafer and Ron Gilbert made might come back somehow. I, like, I think that might be the thing, too, like, because if they're going to give out the license for those old games back to those companies, or at least to let them sell them. Yeah, let them buy them. Like, it's like, hey, do you want to make Grim Fandango? Like, we can, we can get it back. That would be awesome. But other people are being super pessimistic. It's like, dude, it's Disney. That's going in the vault forever. Like, they're just like, no, it's ours. We're going to keep that. It's ours now. We're just going to hoard that. I don't know. No if, there, if there's an opportunity for them to make money off of it, I think I think they might look into something about it. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Tim Shaver's been posting a lot of like promotional videos from back then, which was kind of nice, a little nostalgia trip or whatever, but yeah, LucasArts. I was trying to think, like, yeah, what was the last game that had LucasArts involvement that I bought? And yeah, it was probably Force Unleashed. And that was like, what, yeah, five, they, five well, they did ago? Force Unleashed 1 and 2, and I think that was about it. Yeah. Because anything else that came out of LucasArts was like probably done by another company, like the remakes of Monkey Island and stuff like that. Did yeah. you guys play Force Unleashed 2? No. No. Yeah, neither did I, I. I watched my girlfriend play it. That was about it. I played hmm. the first one all the way through. but Yeah, I, like strangely, despite not loving that game, I did play through all of it, so it had something going on. But, uh, yeah, no, not enough to let, make me look into the sequel. But oh well, that's that's the end of that whole thing. I, I guess the hope was maybe, hey, Disney's here now. Maybe they'll like, maybe they'll be a great second coming of LucasArts. It'll be a great to, comeback. To be fair, every time like Disney's tried to make games themselves, it's kind of fallen flat. Yeah, I was just about to say because of all because Disney's amazing track record. Yeah, Epic Mickey too. That was great. No. Tron. Oh, what was the the game that went along with Tron Legacy? Uh, I don't. Or was Uprising? it just called Tron Legacy? I think it was no. Evolution. Or no, or no. Actually, like I think that. he's right with Uprising. Uprising? No, that's the cartoon, so I think you're right with Evolution out now. Something like that. I played One that of the too. two. Yeah. Making a good Tron game seems like it shouldn't be that hard, but I don't know. Prince of Persia in Tron World. That wasn't quite what I wanted. But mm-hmm. no, yeah. Oh. Saints Row 3, pretty good Tron game. <laughs> I Connect, guess, yeah. Connect Star Wars was the last LucasArts 
Great, game. awesome, out with a bang. And that was mm-hmm. well, that was like made by Terminal Reality, but LucasArts was obviously somewhat involved in it. I saw a lot of dancing videos coming out of that, so there you go. That's the last Star Wars game that came out, but according to this list, I'm reading through that Han Solo dance. It's pretty funny, and and Angry Birds Star Wars. Oh yeah, yep. That thing's popular, man. In a way, I don't, I just don't know. I, I'm not sure. Like you know. Kids getting introduced to Star Wars via Angry Birds is a thing that's happening now. That's just... I don't know how to feel about that. I think Angry Birds was in... Oh, I guarantee. Angry Birds was in G.I. Joe 2. What? Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that how The Rock defeated Cobra? By just throwing Angry Birds out of a slingshot? No, the president's being all, like, smug, and then he says something, and then he's like, I'm gonna... Then he sits down and plays Angry Birds. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've definitely seen it pop up as just like a joke in a couple things, like just someone's playing on their phone or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's and literally the guy sitting behind me went, "Ha, Angry Birds!" <laughs> like he said that out loud. Yeah, exactly. In the like theater, that. he went, <laughs> like, "Angry That's Birds." That's the reference, and I'm gonna say what it is. Yeah, uh, great. I hope he did that for the rest of the movie. I want to say he did it for something else, but I can't remember. <laughs> Bruce Willis. <laughs> Yeah. All right, moving on from depressing news, let's move on to even more depressing news. Roger Ebert, well-known film critic. Yeah. Part of Siskel and Ebert in the past, but mainly just Ebert in the Chicago Sun-Times for a while, has passed away yesterday mm-hmm. at the age of 70 due to cancer. Yeah. I, thyroid, I think, but... Uh, I know he like he lost his jaw and his voice a couple years ago. Yeah. Which um, I didn't even know about that at all. I only found out about that yesterday. Like, yeah, I knew about that one. I found oh, okay. out about it a day before the news of him passing away. Yeah, there's been like a decade long decline of his health and everything. Like, it just it it was extra kind of like just a shock because like the day before he posted this like big blog article about like all these plans for the site and all this stuff that was coming up, including a Kickstarter and a mobile game and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh sweet, all right, there's just tons of Roger Ebert stuff's about to happen. And then the next day, it's like, no, he, he passed away. They're just like, oh, man, okay. Yeah, it just came out of left field. Yeah. Um, and I guess, like, I, I, like he's come up, I think, in conversation on this podcast before, just because, like, he stirs up a lot of conversations, you know? That, that was kind of his thing with video games, in relation to video games. Like, he would just kind of be, like, challenging whether or not they could be art or whatever, and, like, getting a lot of developers to kind of really think about that and a lot of rebuttals and a lot of blogs and a lot of online discussion about that topic. So in a, in a way, kind of helped that conversation happen and really move that whole thought process and whatever. So that's kind of why I brought it up here. But also, you know, he's just been a major figure in criticism of all kinds. Like a lot of people like were giving shout outs is like, well, this is kind of the reason I got into reviewing stuff is this guy. So, you know, he'll be missed and whatnot. Um, but yeah. That that happened. Yeah, sucks. So, what's going to happen with the games is art, like conversation here on out? Because he he was the biggest person against games as art. Yeah, but I think you know, like I I didn't really follow up on kind of a lot of the the discussions that would happen on his blog. Like there's a lot of posts in relation to that topic or whatever. Um, but I, I I guess the impact would just be kind of like hopefully people are being a little more mindful about what they're creating and what they're doing and trying to define like what are the limits of the medium or whatever like I, i'm not sure like that conversation isn't over 
but at least he he was a big you know reason it got started exactly as it did. Um, and I don't know what he was talking about with the mobile thing. That was just like a weird like sentence in the thing about like there's gonna be a mobile game. People can decide whether to start or not when it comes out. And I was just like, what? Okay. As there's a documentary being planned too uh, about his life, I'm not sure how that's gonna be impacted by him no longer being alive. But I'm sure there's plenty of material that could work for that. But it'll probably get a bigger push now that that's happened. Yeah, uh, Scorsese and Steve Zalian, the screenwriter, were involved, so it's big names attached to that. Um, but yeah, I don't know that that that's a thing that happened. The internet's still kind of reeling from that. Uh, dude posted tons of stuff on Twitter or whatever too. He was an active internet guy. But yeah. All right, moving on to that to even more depressing news. You decide. Cart life? No, like what? Yeah, uh, the IGF awards. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I haven't completely read this, but Cart Life took the top prize apparently for what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but there was like, yeah, I guess the main reason I brought this up is just kind of like it reflects further on just like the odd character that is Richard Hoffmeyer because he was like super bummed out that he won. Like, he was really? Just, yeah, he felt, like he felt like other games should have gotten the credit. Like legitimately, like genuinely, like when Paul and I talked to him too, like he was just like, "Oh man, there's so many bugs in there. Like, oh, there's so many features I didn't get to put in there and stuff." And it was just like, "No, dude, we like really like your game." But he would just be kind of like, "Yeah, but you're just being nice, you know." Like it was that just seems like, almost like kind of like asshole. No, no, no. That's, that's that's self depreciating. Yeah, no. Is. It it was it didn't ever ring as like false modesty. Like it was just like legitimate just super depreciating about his work or whatever like it was like after the, he said like oh man I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna donate this prize money to like the street vendors like cause really they're, they're the you know like he didn't feel like he deserved any of this attention or whatever like it was just like I, I yeah I, I mean it wasn't audio it was written so I can't really tell the tone of it but based on what my conversation with him too like dude is really not understanding why people are excited about his game which is odd, but who yeah. who was it who uh, won an award and then gave up their booth to another company? I don't remember. Was it the same? Was it Hoffmeyer as well, or I can't remember what it was? But there were stories about a game like winning a bunch of awards at I- IGF, mm-hmm. and they mean like, okay, so we've gotten all the attention we really need, so they gave up their entire booth and gave it out to another game that needed more attention. That's cool. I, I didn't hear about that, so I'm not I'm not really sure. Like there's just tons there's just tons of stuff coming out of GDC that I just couldn't follow all of it, so that might have been there, but yeah, I don't know. Um I guess do we want to briefly go over the other winners or Sure. Yeah, sure. Sorry, I kinda hijacked the story, but I No, you go ahead. I'm actually looking it. up the IGF Grand Prize winner thing. Okay. Um I I guess yeah, like some of the other games that were nominated for top prize ended up winning kinda other stuff, like Kentucky Route Zero took home visual art. I've yet to actually play that, but from what I've seen, it, it does have a pretty neat look to it. Like, it's done in Unity and whatnot. Um, but 2D stuff, contrasting. Um, narrative, that was also Cart Life. Uh, technical Excellence went to Little Inferno. Uh, that game was pretty cool. Uh, design went to FTL, as did the Audience Award, so people really liked that one. Um, audio went to this game called 140, which I'm not sure what that is. Some sort of rhythm game. Uh, and then Student Game went to a game called Zenith which, again, I haven't played it, but a lot of these student projects are on the internet somewhere for free, so you can check those out. I guess in, a, like, conjunction with this was the GDC awards, so, like, bigger stuff, like Journey took home a bunch of stuff. Um, FTL also picked up some stuff in there, so, yeah. Oh, and Walking Dead, best narrative. So there you go, Sean. 
There you go. Okay, I, so I do it, like that game. I looked it up, and yeah, it was Richard Hoffmeyer, the man behind Cart Life. He vandalized his own booth at GDC mm-hmm. and handed it over to Porpentine, which were the developers behind the text adventure game Howling Dogs. Okay. So he like he took out a can of spray paint. Sprayed over his like his booth name and like his game and everything, and just spray painted the name Howling Dogs on it, and then gave the entire booth to them. <laughs> All right, which I, I, that's kind of cool, actually. It is. I really like Cart Life, though. Like it, it has some bugs, but I don't know. It's really odd to see. It's on Steam now. People can check it out, but I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. Okay. And also, I guess I it would it would seem like I was censoring this or something. Uh, Far Cry Three won Best Technology. So good job, guys. You know, Are you I'm excited not... for that new Far Cry 3 expansion that got announced? Uh, the neon-soaked one or whatever? The yeah. 80s one? Yeah. Blood Dragon, I... I think is what it's called. I, I didn't really look into much the of it. The main character's than... name is awesome. What is it? It's I... awesome, whatever it is. I know I can't remember, but I just remember being... I'm going to look it up real quick. So okay. Power Glove is doing the soundtrack for that, and mm-hmm. they released a couple songs from it, and it just sounds so amazing. It is so 80s. It's fantastic. Okay. Is I'm it still link... on an island, though, or is it just like, hey, urban... I, it, I don't even think it involves the same character. I think it's its own separate thing. Okay. Huh. Yeah, no, because it takes place in the year 2005. Right, okay. So I was talking to my friend who uh, talked to some people at GDC, and he said this is the apparently the DLC's tagline. It is the year 2005, the distant future. Uh, or something like that. So like, like they're in going relation like, to the eighties. Yeah, like it, it is. Okay. The, it is the year two thousand five, the far flung future, or something like that. Like it, it is sounds like they're just going super cheesy with it, mm-hmm. and it, this is amazing. Well, cheesy better suits what's good about that game than like weird grim seriousness. So yeah. okay, I, don't I link I linked you two to uh, the Power Glove SoundCloud, and mm-hmm. I highly recommend listening to Sloan's Assault because that that just sounds amazing okay i so. won't do that right now yeah because be recording really but i'll, I'll also but... recommend it to people listening to if you could go to soundcloud.com slash power glove okay and listen to some of the songs from far cry 3 blood dragon they they're so 80s it's amazing mm-hmm. cool uh moving on to that uh talking about durango codename for microsoft's console rumor has it that it is going to be always online which is super thin rumor, yet everyone's really upset about it. So I'm well, not because sure. I mean, look how well it worked for Diablo three and Sim City. Yeah, yeah, I know. Keep in like, mind, I'm... like, didn't the PS four have all these rumors as well, and then that didn't turn out? Yeah, I guess they haven't really like said no to that yet, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like it for the PS three. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope not. Like, my three sixty's not online. My, I would mine really is right now. Actually, but... Yeah, I guess a lot of people were kind of like, just like, well, if you're not in a major urban center, like, this is a serious issue, so, like, just not being snobby about it, like, big big city people. Um, yeah, the main guy stirring up all this was uh, Microsoft's creative director or whatever, uh, Adam Orth, was just kind of saying a bunch of snarky stuff on his Twitter feed. Like, just like, oh, power's out, guess I'm not going to buy a vacuum cleaner. Like, stuff like that. Like, just, like, really weird, like antagonistic tweets for some reason. And a lot of wow. people were really pissed at him. Um, That's weird for someone that high up in the company to be doing that, too. Yeah. I, I, like, some people were also, like, proposing the theory, like, this is just so they can kind of, you know, stir up a bunch of fear and apprehension about that being the case, and then reveal that that's not the case, and everyone will sigh a, a breath of relief, but then they'll kind of sneak in something else that's really gross, and people won't notice it. It's just like, okay, I don't 
internet crazy crackpots. I'm not sure if they're putting that much thought into this or if it's just some guy being weird on Twitter. But yeah, I don't. It probably won't be, but who knows? I mean, I have internet broadband stability. People keep trying to do this. I'm not sure why. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, we eventually have to get to that point in society where, like, I mean, most PCs are always online. Mm-hmm. But I guess the problem is we. Like, not everyone can do it yet or can't do it all the time. So why force people who are in situations where, like, they can't use anything, any internet, to not do anything with their console at all? Right. Or, like, why have it, like, I mean, I guess sort of for 360 stuff, like, because I've moved content from one 360 to another, like, I can't play some of my XBLA games unless I'm online. So there's already kind of an always online like bit of a trip up, which does suck because you're you, just like you can actually fix that. You can actually like relicense it or something, or yeah. Um, I think you can do it once a year, or once a half a year. I can't remember what it is. Okay, but uh, there's an option in your actual settings which will lock your whatever your current hard drive is to and current 360 together. Mm-hmm. So anything that's downloaded on that is now confirmed to be like licensed to that one. Oh, but, okay. But you have to connect your 360 online to re-download everything again, but then it'll work without being online. Okay, I should probably look into doing that, because it's definitely happened before. I was just like, oh, I'll just play some Braid, and it's like... I, you I've had to do demo. it four or five times. It's kind of a headache. Gross. Okay. And so, of course, yeah. having, if, you have, if you've downloaded a lot of stuff over the years, it's also an even bigger headache. So. A lot, quite a lot of stuff, yeah. So okay. I found that guy's name. Okay. Sergeant Rex Power Colt. Rex Power Colt. Okay, that's a pretty amazing name. That's pretty silly. That's uh, the whole thing. I, yeah. I'll be honest. This is kind of making me want to get Far Cry Three just to play this. Just because like, even the screenshots they release are like super pink and neon. Like everything's like super robotic. I'm like, it's making me want to just play a RoboCop game. Basically. Yeah. Apparently, it's all about cyborgs and stuff. What? Okay. The distant future of 2005. Hmm. All right. I'll, I'll admit I'm hyped for this now. Okay. All right, and one last piece of news. Wii U owners are not getting a copy of Aliens Colonial Marines now, which... Yay! Almost, almost so yay for saying. Wii U owners. We're ending on a high note. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's of. the thing, though. Like, a lot of people... Apparently, a different company was actually working on this version, so there were rumors that this actually would have been the best version of the game, which like is not saying port. much, supposedly, but... Yeah. No, everyone was super negative about that game when that, it came out. Do either of you guys have any interest in actually checking that game out? No... I, I like no. the like I th- I feel like there's a lot of good stuff that could be done with the aliens license, but everything I've seen and heard about this game, just no, not really, like not just not interested. No, sounds pretty bad, but okay. Wii U owners will never have to know. Uh, they do get the best version of Deus Ex though, apparently. So which surprises me. Yeah, it's kind of weird, like especially this far after the fact. But it's just like we're re-releasing it, and we fix those boss battles that everyone was. Let's let's about. be honest. That system really needs some games right now. They, they do. I was yeah, like at the same Walmart where like uh 3ds section was ravaged. Uh, yeah, the Wii U thing is just so small. It's just like oh wow, right? There's nothing on this thing. Like there's even a that crude. There's a crude's party game, but it's not there. Well, I mean, a lot of the games that are coming out this year on 360 and PS3 are not going on Wii U, which seems kind of silly. Yeah. That's a great way to start your console. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's see how... I'm curious to see what's going to happen at E3. Nintendo's got to get their shit together on that on the Wii U. Well, Otherwise, we're all invested. In the water. We have them, so... Mm-hmm. 
All right, that's it's, it for it's news. okay because the Wii U is not going to be my only console in the next generation. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, like, I'm betting on this one. This is are, my horse. Are either you getting either of the consoles on launch though? Probably. <gasps> I don't know. I'm like, debating on PS4. Yeah, well, I mean they they've they've said the most about their thing and they're sweetening the deal more and more. Um, but I'm not sure. That that one's definitely the most interesting, but also it's the only one I know about. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. In two months, it's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's move on to emails. Oh, am I supposed I'm, to say them? Weird, it's weird when I'm actually announcing because I can't say emails. Okay. Oh, am I supposed to read these too? I, I feel I, like I, I keep them. hijacking. I got, I you read the emails. I'm time, doing yeah. this. Emails. Yeah. Okay. Where do you email us? Uh, Top perspective at gmail.com. Yes. Where else? Uh, TDP podcast on the Twitter. Where else? Uh, the Facebook page. Uh, just search Top Down Perspective. Uh, click like if you want. If you, if you, if that genuinely reflects your feelings. That's it. Nowhere else. Yeah. Maybe Nowhere. Steam or something. But, okay. Don't try finding another place. Semaphore flags. <laughs> All right. Yeah. First question comes to us by Wayward. Uh, from Awakening, which I assume to mean Fire Emblem Awakening. Who would you rather see in the next Smash Brothers? Crom or Marth? Any favorite support conversations? Um, I'd, it's I'd probably like going to be Crom, right? I, I'd be shocked if Crom was not in the next Smash Brothers. However, he featured really prominently. I, like, I wish they or... would pick someone other than just like the normal lords, because well, there's I mean... some other really cool characters. And it's always been just like sword wielding lords in the Smash Bros. games from Fire well, how Emblem. Many, how many lords have not been sword wielding? Like Micah is the only one I can think of off the top of my head that we got over here. Who's Micah? Yeah, that's the girl from Fire from. Uh... What's the second Game Boy Advance Fire Emblem? Sacred Stones, and both yeah. of those are sword wielding. Erica and Eric. Oh, well, then who's the the silver-haired chick that's on the front cover? Or is she not? I thought she was one of the lords. No, My, Sacred that's... Stones is about the brother-sister team. Oh, never mind then. Uh, I will be honest and say I never played Sacred Stones, so I guess... The only thing I can think of is I know that the Wii version game, um, Radiant, Radiant Dawn? Yes. Um, that is the main character is a the he's from the GameCube one and in the GameCube one he was a thief so I don't know if he may, remains a thief in the Wii one or if he like became a lord or something based on the the front cover he's holding twin blades so I assume he's uh, might have been got up to assassin that's about it yeah maybe but either way I would like to see just a non-sword fire emblem person so I don't know like you could put like someone on a horse cuz in fire emblem horses can jump and stuff I don't know. I I see it being Crom. It, it'll probably be Crom. You're right. Which, and I'm wondering, which saddens me because a I like Ike, but there's no way they're gonna bring Ike back as well unless they go to like his Radiant Dawn version. I don't like Ike. I I love playing as Ike in Smash Brothers. It's also another sword wheeling guy. Like get, get something different. Well, I mean that's all. There... Fire Emblem is like known for its sword wielders, though. There's so many other cool characters, though. I know, but I mean, boxer. I'd love to see like Kellum as a character, but you know they'd never do it. Because the could, joke yeah, about they Kellum wouldn't. Is that I, no I know. I'm, I'm not saying they're going to. I just wish they would pick some of these other characters, just for the sake of like we not a sword wielder, because we've had that. Hmm. Any favorite support conversations? Um, like none are jumping to my head at the moment. No, I've some of them are pretty funny, but like, like Donald and Kellum was pretty funny. I haven't seen that. 
uh, Don, like that's they're talking about farming. So the entire thing is about something like how to farm stuff. Uh, Donald and Pan is also pretty funny because it's literally about uh, Donald setting traps for animals and Pan keeping getting caught in them because she's part rabbit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. I don't use her, so. Or Kellum. Uh, yeah, I can't. None are, none are jumping in my head. I can't think of a favorite one. Yeah. And Nathan has not played the game, so he can't really say anything. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, Marth, I know that dude. He's got blue hair. And support conversations? No idea. <laughs> no knowledge. There you go. Yeah. All right. This next, this next question comes from Allison. Take Just me... for the record, though, and I don't want to do any kind of spoilers, but Nathan, you're wrong. You don't know this Marth. I don't know this Marth. This Marth's not the same Marth. Whoa. It's a, it's that's a all big... I'm saying. Yeah. It's, okay. It's I guess that's why it's in quotes in this thing. I wasn't sure why that was. So okay, never mind. I have no. I extra have no idea. Thanks, John. Yeah, I don't want you thinking any relative highly of yourself. Okay. <laughs> You no, you don't know. Just to make be clear. Okay, fair enough. Complete ignorance. Let's. What's the next question? <laughs> next question goes was from Allison. Taking the ACTs next week. Have you guys ever taken it before? I have no idea what that is. I looked it up. It's like okay. the SATs, except it's a different one. Oh. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's also just states based. So yeah. But, so when I was looking it up though, so the SATs is one test, right? Mm-hmm. And it has like three different components. There's like a math. Uh, writing and, like, reading, or critical reading or something like that. Mm-hmm. The ACTs is, like, five tests. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. And about and and plus, you can also do an optional, like, written essay or something like that. Yeah, so it's the highly recommended. test date is the 13th, so I'm assuming that's what we're talking about here. Um, I, yeah, no. I, is it just general knowledge, or is it pretty targeted? Well, yeah, it'll be like school-based general knowledge. So I think there's like a math, critical uh, reading, writing again, blah, 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 blah. I think it like also dictates like what schools you can get into when you're... Yeah. In the States, yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Which, no, that sounds isn't... beyond stressful in the States. I can only mm-hmm. imagine, yeah. We don't have anything similar to that in Canada. There was right. a weird test I had to write when I came to Alberta after I graduated from high school in Newfoundland, but that was about it. Oh, like a equivalency? Like see I, I had to write like essays. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it was some it was some English based test, but I don't remember what huh. the actual acronym for it was. Yeah, no. Yeah. So and for us I, it's yeah. just you graduate with your marks and you just kind of hope you, schools will take you in. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, like tips can you give? Like I I've never had a We can test probably give with... tips for just test taking. Yeah. yeah I, study. I, get sleep sleep a lot beforehand. Yeah, be well rested. Don't try not to stress out. You know? Try to study a couple days in advance because the more you've read over something in the past and the more you've slept through it, the more sorted it is in your head and easier it is to re- recollect. Mm-hmm. My my way of studying is I I rewrite my notes. Okay. That's actually not a bad idea. Either. That's what I that's what I always do. And if you if you get really good at that, you can also even uh, make questions out of your notes. Yeah, the flashcard idea. Or or make flashcards, I guess. I've never made flashcards, but I've written out like fill in this blank, Sean, and then uh, I went out once I'm finished writing my test, I'll go and fill in my the blanks. Hmm. Man, I, I'm not, like I'm I'm pretty bad at cramming a lot, so don't do that. I guess maybe. What's your studying style? Figure figure that out. See what works best for you. I don't know. This message brought to you by Top Ten Perspective. Yeah, and if you ever you know, hey, if, you, if it's like English and film is pretty easy apparently, so. 
maybe look into that as alternatives. <laughs> if you can't get into somewhere, go for if, those. If, yeah, if you can't get what you want, it's pretty easy. I, I did that one. So aim lower is what we're saying. Yeah, it'll work out. <laughs> All right. Also, should I get Luigi's Mansion Two or Pokemon Mystery Dungeon? Uh depend. If you've played any of the previous Pokemon Mystery Dungeons, you know what to expect. And Luigi's yeah, I'd probably Mansion recommend Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion, Mansion Two just because th- there's only two of those now. Yeah, I go there's a whole bunch of mystery well. dungeons. I don't, I don't know much about the new one or or any of the mystery dungeons to be honest. So I don't know if something crazy new happened. But Luigi's Mansion Two is really great. And uh, that I'm first one recommend... came out in like '01, didn't it? Uh, whenever the GameCube did, yeah. So 2001. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna say Luigi's Mansion as well. Nathan, I I I have more attachment to the Luigi's Mansion like franchise, so that also sounds more interesting to me. But I have no, I don't know. Maybe the this mystery dungeon is the best one yet. I'm not sure. So, yeah, right. it there might be the best one yet. But this is the best Luigi's Mansion yet. What? The yeah. Oh man. Okay. Uh, do tough, you like ghost questions. hunting or dungeon crawling? Like I don't know. Do you like, I like the mansion crawling? Mansion crawling. That's a little more, a little bit of a twist on it. Searching for gold. How There's so much gold like, to be found. How much do you like Luigi humming to himself? There you go. I actually it's had the sound off factor. for the majority of it. Uh, I was so bummed it. out because, like, he doesn't hum if you're running. Oh, I, I ran, yeah, sense. I ran everywhere. Like, if you walk around, he'll be like, bum, 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 just whatever, the song. I, I like how he does that. Are you being crazy and getting three stars on everything? Trying. You're, oh my gosh. I got three stars maybe twice. I got three stars on the first mission, and I'm I'm going through all the stages to get all the booze now. Oh my gosh, this, you're going to be then there forever. Yeah. The game is like 13 hours on its own. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy crap. So, I don't know if you want to do all that. Maybe I'll reconsider that then. Alright, moving on. Next question is from Junkie GS. Would you guys ever consider doing a TDP live or live stream, all three of you guys playing a game together? Um, we've done TDP live a couple times in the past, like way, way back in the past. We did TDP... Like with a top. video one, but... Yeah. Or like the top-down stuff. Yeah, we did tabletop down perspective as well. Which I want to yeah. do more of those this summer. Mm-hmm. It's Part of it's just we're not in the same city right now. Like well, Sean's Sean isn't... Yeah. yeah, Sean's far away. Um, John's a pretty busy guy. He's got so much going on. Just like Mr. Hollywood. So, oh, yeah, clearly. Well, we'll, we'll see. Is what, the best way to put it is we'll see. Right. But some sort of couch game. Like, I would, like maybe Battle Block Theater. That might work. Maybe. I don't know. Or like, we, we I would, did. I would want to, so. I've got the setup to stream Skype calls and video game footage, so. Okay. So that could conceivably happen, but yeah. not during, like, school year, I guess. Seems to be a big hurdle right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Alright, next question. Uh, last set of questions come from Brooke. So I've been playing Professor Layton and the Diabolical Box, and I'm loving everything, and the puzzles are really clever at times, but have you guys thought some of the puzzles were almost unfair with their solutions? I'm trying to think back to Diabolical Box. I, I want to say yes, but I can't think of any off the top of my head. I want to just say, like, they're puzzles. They're meant to be difficult. Yeah, like... You know, like, I don't mind a trick answer one sometimes. I'm trying to think if there's anywhere it's just, like, that logic is broken. Like, are you serious? Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if there was any that was that in your face. Like, I, I one thing, though, like, I don't... I In those games specifically, because I don't think they judge you in any real way. Just using coins, dude. Like, just 
just I, I use plenty of hint coins all the time. Like I never run out really either. There's there's plenty. a lot of hint coins. So you can go through those for sure. Yeah. Um. It that early in the franchise, they they weren't as generous with the hints as later. Like they do the super hints and everything as as it goes on. But I I wouldn't worry about it. Like yeah. Some some of the puzzles are definitely a little obtuse in a way. When I, did they I first really introduce good. super hints? Is that the third one? I think that's, yeah. That, that sounds right. Okay, yeah, so after sure. after the one you're currently playing, if you, like you'll never get stuck because super hints just basically give you the answer. Yeah, they they do cost quite a few coins, but again, they they seem to really give those out pretty quickly. So, yeah, um, but I don't know. Some some are kind of rough. Those there's some. Yeah, I can't things. think of a. I'm sure there's been one or two where I've been like, I would never have gotten that, and that's silly. But I can't think off the top of my head right now. Okay, next question. Why is Resident Evil 5 considered a bad Resident Evil game? John, I'm loving your LP, and it seems fun even. Is it because of the co-op and the not-zombies? Uh, the thing with Resident Evil 5 is, yeah, like it was a pretty weird twist because it was forced co-op for starters, and it's great when you're playing with another person, but playing by yourself... With an really AI. Sucked. Yeah, Sheva wasn't always the most reliable. Uh, also, some people hated how the story went because it goes kind of off the rails at certain points. I don't think I was ever annoyed with like how weird it gets. It, it was just something about the pacing of the campaign just seemed all over the place. Like four, I felt had like really good rises and falls, and five was just like I don't, just chaos or something. Like it was just like, yeah, it was just five monster. was a lot, was an action movie through and through, basically. Right, like there's no real like time to build up to like a big reveal or a big crazy creature it's just like there's a thing here now I don't know fight it there's like, yeah. oh, and then there's okay. just a couple of chapters which kind of suck like I hate chapter 4 in the game overall which what's that what's like that, the, those that are like piece? the ruins oh yeah okay I do remember those ruins there's a lot yeah. of like there's like treasures hidden in there but yeah no it's great for treasure but it feels like it really doesn't belong in the game it's kind of like filler like, and then when you get the to like chapter stops. 5 like the story is just suddenly like go straight ahead. Okay. Is that it's the just boat, like, or what is... Well, no, six is the boat, five is where you find uh, their, where the bad guys are, basically. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, in a way, though, like, co-op makes everything more fun, right? Like, so yeah. you're presumably playing it alongside somebody. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing an LP of it right now, so we, we okay. just posted chapter 4-1 uh, yesterday and yeah. today. Like, yeah, like, even even though I didn't like it, like, back when I was still at EB, like, when people would be like, hey, is there any good co-op games? It's like, you know what, this, this one's pretty good. Like, if you want to shoot people together, like, shoot stuff and do stuff together, it's fine. But yeah, it was not the same as 4, and that was really what put it put it off for me. Yeah, a lot so. of people kept comparing 5 to 4 when really it should have just been compared on its own merits. Yeah. I still, like, have have we... Like six, like you know, like that that went so badly. The reception to six, but did they patch it and fix that up? Or they... I don't think it was really a, an issue of patching. It was just all wrong. It was just not good. Kinda, yeah. Okay. Like I don't think it was really bugs that annoyed people. It's just the way the story went and just how like. Did you play it, this... John? I watched girlfriend. Sorry, play through a bunch of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So. I thought it was something about the way the camera was pitched and it was adjusted or something, but maybe I'm I from what I saw the camera that. didn't seem that bad, but like I said, never actually played it besides at E three last year. Yeah, that demo. But okay. Yeah, I know five is a bit of a weird misstep for in my mind, but whatever. I know I like five personally, but I can see why people wouldn't like it, especially compared to four. Mm-hmm. It is not a good follow up to four, essentially. Very different. 
Yeah. All right, and the last question from Brooke is, have you guys played Bioshock Infinite yet? (laughs) And if so, what do you guys think of it so far? We talked about it at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. And no, I haven't, I guess, is my answer. I played Industrial Revolution, if that counts. Check it out. Get your pre-order code. Get, go get that game pre-ordered. Or, get you know, informed. probably just go check through your EB Games garbage or something. There's probably some of those in there. Yeah. Um, Ask nicely. All right. Try well, that does it for this week. So I say game of the week. Okay. Nathan. I'm going to go with Puzzle Agent 2. It's Sean. Just, yeah. This one is hard. Because right, you got a couple good like choices. You like both, right? Yeah, I like quite both a quite a bit. Like, but hey, you haven't finished Infinite yet, so if That's you like true, the I could ending save it for a lot, next week, but by this time next week, I will have played DMC and Metal Gear Rising. Right, Ooh. so then those will be in contest. Yeah, you know, tough choices. <sighs> I'm gonna give it to Luigi's Mansion. Ooh, right, I'm gonna do it. shining, yeah. shining right there, shining resolution, spotlights. Yep, spotlights Dark everywhere. Moves. Okay, spotlights John. in the darkness of Luigi's Mansion. I'm gonna say Luigi's Mansion as well. Oh, not Industrial Revolution? Oh, man. No. Okay. I like Poor Industrial games. Revolution. I like puzzle games, but I like Luigi's Mansion better. No, nah, it's totally fine. It's got a dedicated hello, but... There you go. Sold me right there. In digital Wait, stories. it does? Yeah, no, the D-pad is uh, four different calls from Luigi. You know, I never even tried the D-pad. And yeah. even so, it got a great review, so... Yeah. yeah. More like, mysteries. I use the D-pad in the, the multiplayer... Because it specifically pointed that out, but yeah, I never even... Yeah, even in single player, he's like, hello, hello, help, help. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you can thank people in the multiplayer. Thank you. And that does it for this week's Top 10 Perspective. We will see you guys next week when Sean has played more games. I might have actually opened the shrink wrap off of Bioshock Infinite, and Nathan will have played question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah, Jurassic Park episode 2. Woo! I I don't know. Well, I'll find something to do. But, yeah. See you guys then.